Okay, day 138. Welcome back to the Windows and Mirrors podcast. I'm John. And I'm Keith. And remember, this is a podcast about the Bible. We're trying to go through the Bible in a year, and we want you to know that the Bible is more like a window than a mirror. We come to it to see God. We don't come to it primarily uh, to look at ourselves. Yep. All right. So we're in, man, Psalm 61. Yeah. And remember, the Psalms are split up into five books. And remember, yeah, the Psalms are the Christian and Jewish right. prayer book and praise book, right? So these Psalms were prayed. These Psalms were sung publicly and corporately for God's people. So we have Psalm 61. Right. And also, yeah, the Psalms were categorized. So this is a lament where it goes from a problem to a praise, but it's also a royal song, right? So he talks about the king. He says all these things. That's good. But David is crying out to God, right? He's he's crying out to God. And he is saying like, man, I am needy, right? right. I'm a needy right. person. I am without strength. And the best thing to do, David shows, the best thing to do when inciting the future and ongoing care of God is to keep your eyes and ears fixed on his past, right? So uh. he says, for you have been, past tense, a refuge for me, a right. strong tower in the face of of the enemy. And man, God's good work in the past is what gives us, yeah, confidence for the future. Ah, that's good. And, yeah. yeah. And then he's like, and then he switches and starts talking about the king, right? So he says in six, he's like, right. add days to the king's life. Yeah. <laughs> and may his years span many generations. And what he's doing here, he's invoking a little bit of theology. So remember the covenant of uh right. the Davidic covenant was, you know, I'm gonna put a man on your throne, David. Yeah. And he's gonna reign forever. Right. <laughs> right. And so he's saying like, yo, let that promise be true. Let a king be on the throne forever. Why? Because the, the well-being of the king means the well-being of the people. Right. You see what ah, I'm saying? Yeah. Jesus' reign, right, for us yeah. has direct implications in our lives. Ah, yeah. That's good. Yo, 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 that point that you made about you know, the best way to move forward is to look behind you is yeah. so like key, but it's so counterintuitive as well. So um. In middle school, I ran track for three days before I quit. <laughs> and uh, one of the short lessons that I learned in those three days is when you're running and you're in the lead, what they say is the worst thing that you can do is look behind you Back. because it'll yes. distract you. But it's the yes. opposite here. Like the best thing that you can do is look behind you because be like as you're looking behind you, it's providing the fuel that you need to continue to go because you're reminded at every step in the past, God has been with us. God doesn't change. So that won't change. Right. Mm, so, mm, yeah. Mm. Yeah. No, that's so good, bro. So, and then 62 comes. Uh, fire. This was my Richard, favorite one of all. Yeah. yeah. Four of them. So, yeah, it stands out too, because I think Richard uh, preached it like maybe, I don't know, when last time we was in church like <laughs> a year or two ago, yeah. and it was really good. Um, but just, I remember even being in sermon prayer, like, man, this is like so real. Right. Uh, yeah, and he's just talking about trusting God, bro. Yeah, and what I love about this psalm is over and over and over and over and over again, he's not just going to say, trust in God, my, my heart trusts in God, but he's going to say, yo, trust in God alone. So he's going to mm. start off with, from, and he's just going to give a statement of fact and indicative. And he says, yo, I am at rest in God alone. And then drop down to verse five, and it's a command, like, rest in God alone alone and then at the end of the psalm he's going to show the futility of trying to put our hope in important people and aggression and power and mm. money and i think the point that he's trying to get at here uh is this is that uh 
If our trust and our rest isn't in God alone, then our trust and rest isn't really in God at all. Mm, right? That's good, that, bro. That's there's real. this concept that if God isn't the sole source of the foundation, if you try to mix in other things with him, um, anything that you try to add to something that's perfect, the only thing that you lose is perfection, right? Perfection was the only things that gets uh gets worse by addition. And I think what he says here mm. is, nah, my trust is in God alone, alone, alone. He's the yeah, source of my rest and source of yeah. my peace. And I think that's that's our fight, really. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yep. That's so fire because it's like, man, yeah, God, Yahweh ain't sharing a throne, right? Bro, right. With no nobody and no thing. Right. You see right. what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah, that's where I trust should be. I love that. But I also love too, man, in this psalm that, you know, the one temptation, you know, when we're going through hard times is to just despair, right? Right. But the other, it, or let me be clear, let me be more uh, precise, like he's being oppressed, right? Mm -hmm. So he's, he's being oppressed by those who are more powerful. And a temptation is to just despair. There's no hope. I just give in all the way. Right. The other temptation is like, you know what? I'm going to fight fire with fire. Right, right. <laughs> like, I'm going to just come back and be deceitful and sinful as well. And yeah. how, yeah, we're supposed to push back, but not in a sinful way. And yeah, try to get money, try to oppress other people right. so I can get back at the people who are hurting me. Right. And yeah, like that's that's ultimately not going to lead you right. anywhere. Right. Yeah. Or, you know, so yeah. So like, it just made me think about, you know, ways that we can do that. And he's like, man, he brings up like money. Right. And yeah. it's like. Yeah, you you think yeah, trusting in wealth will help, but you know it just shows that man, like that's the Psalms have been saying like that's right, futile, yeah, even as well. So no, that ain't it. Yep, yeah. So yeah, sixty three comes, and David is in the wilderness, right? Like many of God's people, and like many of us in our lives, we mm. are figuratively or literally right in the wilderness, and he says, "God, you are my God. I eagerly seek you. I thirst for you. My body." faints for you in a land that is dry, desolate, and without water. And David, David uh, once again, is literally in the wilderness, right. um, but he calls out for God, right? Yep. Like he's, he's saying in a land that is desolate, my body faints for you, right. <laughs> not necessarily just for water. Mm. And what David is saying is, man, food and water, yes, we, we answer, we, need, we have physical needs, but our spiritual needs, right? Like God satisfies regions, regions of his being right. that those can't, mm. right? And so he is our greatest need at all times. Yeah. And I love verse three, he says, my lips will glorify you because your faithful love is better than life. And this is that same chesed love um, that is mentioned all throughout the Old Testament. And David says, man, everything that life has to offer your love for me is better than that. So help right. me to experience that. Help me to have confidence and trust in that. And man, the very thing he does, he says before bed, man, is meditate yeah. on his great God. And I think, man, I, I'm going to continue to say this more and more throughout the Psalms, but one of the things that I think we need to get back is just contem deep contemplation and meditation yeah. on the person of God, bro. Absolutely. Like, that is lost in America, bro. Absolutely, bro. Like, and that is a deep spiritual practice we need to get back to that Christians in the past have done. Yep. And what I love here is in Psalm 63, as David's like prayers and praises and thoughts of God soar, his problems start to sink. Yo, like, look here at the end. He's like, yo, but those who intend to destroy my life, 
will go into the depths of the earth. They will be given over to the power of the sword. They will become a meal for jackals. And you just see him like, man, he starts off, he's in the wilderness and his prayers to God and his praises of God soar. So by the time that he's there at the end, you know, his problems sink. They're not as big. They don't seem as big when he reflects on how big his God is. Mm. Yeah. No, that's so good. And then 64, man, once again, it's, it's, it's amazing to me just how relevant scripture is. Right. Um, and that these, the, the things that we kind of talk about now, it's yeah. like old news to the Bible, <laughs> right? It's it. like, uh, damn, this is, this is 2000 BC. Like, <laughs> right. ah, like we've yeah. been talking about this. Yeah. Um, and so David says in this one, 64, he's like talking about the wicked. He says, they devise, they devise crimes mm. and say, we have perfected a secret plan. The inner man and the heart are mysterious. And bro, mm. bro. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna keep talking about it. Cast. Cast, fam. Oh my gosh. Cast the origins of our discontent by Isabel Wilkerson. Man, this this is it, bro. We have perfected yeah. a secret plan. And when you read about the oppression in America yeah. and in Nazi Germany, they perfected plans yeah. to oppress people. Let me give you one example. Yeah. One thing they would do um to slaves and to Jews in Nazi Germany, uh, they would feed them. Mm. Enough calories. Yeah. Like maybe they would calculate, they had it down to a science. Right. <laughs> they would calculate maybe a 100 or 200 less calories that was needed to perform the work that they would have them do. Mm. So by the time they finished the work, they were too weak to even to do anything say anything else. back. Right. Or let alone fight back. Yeah. Mm. Right? Yeah. And that is the, de- like, that is devising. A a plan and a scheme and the showing the sinfulness of human hearts and that's let me tell you another one yeah real quick <laughs> bro they would if you if you did something wrong yeah they would take one of your family members mm. send them off yeah and you know what they made you do as they sent them off mm. if you cried you got whipped mm. they would make you sing songs. Mm. Like you were happy about it. Right. Right. So like that, those are the types of things that we talk about, man. Like yeah. these, that shows the inner man and the heart are mysterious. Right. Right. And this stuff again is old and it just plays throughout history, yeah. bro. Yep. And yeah, David is saying that about, yeah, the yeah. wicked. And what I love is this, is he, he talks about their plans and he's hip to all of their plans. Yeah. But then he's like, before their plans can reach fruition or last in perpetuity he's gonna come and say yo but god but god shoots their plans down with arrows yo like yeah they have these plans to soar and to ascend to the top it's the same storyline you think of the tower of babel and they had this plan Mm -hmm. to build this great tower make a name for themselves and god's gonna come down and frustrate their plans disperse them and at the end of this psalm David ends up rejoicing. Yeah, God, I rejoice. Mm. I take refuge in you, even in the face of the most dastardly and nefarious plans that exist here in the world. I know that you are still in control. And so Amen. I end up at the end of this piece rejoicing yeah. this happy hiding that I have in you. Yeah. yeah. Our, our hope is that God will punish 
every wicked scheme. And right. he cares and he intimately cares. And he showed us that by sending his son to provide us hope. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Let me pray. Father, we thank you that um, even in the midst of, uh, you know, sin and us being in the wilderness and oppression and injustice, God, you care yes, and that God. you are our refuge and that you're not just our refuge, God. We can uh, rejoice in you being our refuge mm. um, because of who you are. Thank God. We thank you that you're the solution, God. And I pray that we would meditate on you and what you've done in the past so we can move forward in the future. So Jesus, let me pray.